what's up? We're going to talk about DC today. Yeah. And uh, see how that goes. First off, I want you to give a review of the Snyder Cut. Oh, my review? Yeah. Uh, so it's, it's it's been getting pretty good reviews. Uh, people are have been saying it's a lot better. But honestly, it, it, is, it is better. Let me just start out by saying that. It's, it's better than the Joss Whedon version. But here's the thing. It's, it's still kind of bad. There was a little thing. There's a thing that HBO Max likes to do. It's really cool where they, like, get an actor or a director from one of their... Yeah, from one of their new projects, and they like ask them to pick a couple of their favorite things on HBO Max. So I looked at uh, what Zack Snyder picked, and it's all the most pretentious and artsy films. Uh, and that's what his film is. It's pretentious and it's artsy. He wanted it to be in black and white. He released a black and white cut. It's in 4.3 so that it's more fitting and it's the proper IMAX green size or whatever, but Here's the thing, everyone is watching it at home right now, so I don't know what that's about. Specifically desaturated it, and there's a lot of terrible music, way too much... Just pretentious, and it's full of itself. It thinks it's frickin' 2001 A Space Odyssey, which it is not. It's just... Not good. But I, what are your I thoughts on the aspect ratio? The aspect ratio, I can't. I can't stand it. I can't. I, I already said That's I don't like. stopping me from watching it. Yeah. I mean, I'd, I'd actually dedicate four hours of time to it. But I... the aspect ratio is just questionable. It is. I think it's trying too hard to be unique. I haven't seen it. Yeah, he's but... trying to be artsy fartsy. That's what he's trying to do. He's like, yeah. look at me. I'm different. I'm creative. I'm innovative. What would you rate out of 10, the original um, Justice League? Oh, Justice League, is it called? I would probably like a 1 or a 2, to wow. be honest. What about I mean, it's the Snyder like, Cut? It was Snyder Cut that's like a 4 or a 5. <laughs> it's still a double in score, but, you know, it's so bad. Interesting. I've heard mixed, you know. Yeah, I think if you reaction. liked that... If if you liked Batman vs Superman, you're definitely gonna be happy with this one. Let me just say that. I'm still trying to find somebody that liked that movie. There, I've found a lot of people who have been defending Batman vs Superman and Man of Steel lately. Lately, <laughs> because yeah, when they came out, it was like, oh, they're so bad, and now people are like, okay, this is just normal for DC mm-hmm. movies. So I think they're pretty freaking bad. Same. Like, I still can't get over the fact that Batman is going around killing people. And uh, Zack Snyder has said, and many people have pointed out, he wanted to start out as a Batman who lost his way and killed people. Let me ask you this. Why on earth would you start your cinematic universe with a Batman who's lost his way? Yeah, I agree. I think you have to have a Batman first. If you want to do something like that, you should have a Batman first. That's a good guy, you know? Yeah. And a Batman that starts out because Batman Begins, for example, is really good at showing how Batman became Batman. So if you just started out where Batman's already Batman, I don't think it's it's good in my opinion. 
I do not like, like Ben Affleck Batman either. I think Ben Affleck is okay. Just like the way he's he, Ben Affleck gives a good performance. It's the way he's written that drives yeah, me nuts. I think you're right. And it's not it's not like a Batman who has lost his way is an impossible idea. Batman Year Two, I really like that story. It's not amazing, but it's a pretty good read. You know. Mm-hmm. It's it's possible. It's just why would you start there? Yeah. Oh, I agree. That is one of the worst ideas I've heard, especially with mm. like that's that's almost a waste of a franchise in my opinion, especially mm-hmm. with all the money DC has. Yeah. Um, I mean, I didn't see it, but I heard spoiler alert. Anybody, Joker is at the end. <laughs> Joker's at the end. Is and it it's it's kind of. It, it, yeah, it's Jared. Le- it's it's Jay Leto, as I like to call him. It's it. J- Jared Leto's scene is kind of a microcosm of the whole Snyder Cut situation. <laughs> he was better than how he was in Suicide Squad, but he's still terrible. And yet people are calling him better. Yeah, he does not he... capture. Uh, yeah, okay. We just had Joaquin Phoenix and um, Heath Ledger Joker, so we're a little spoiled, but still. Yeah, we are. Mm-hmm. But still, I mean, that's not an excuse to be as bad. It's as like he is. went down a checklist of like things that Joker is supposed to have. It's like, oh, he's supposed to be jokey. Oh, he's supposed to have a dark voice. Oh, he's supposed to like, freaking have like a creepy laugh or whatever. And he just, he looks like someone described Joker, what Joker is to him, without actually ever seeing anything Joker related. <laughs> um, the thing about. The original Justice League for me was, it just felt short, it felt sad, it felt just, yeah. the, 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 all those DC movies really just felt short mm-hmm. to me and little so, Some rushed. of the solo ones were pretty good, Shazam was excellent, and oh, I yeah. thought Birds of Prey was actually pretty good too. Especially what would you say was the best solo movie? movie. Hmm? The best was... solo movie? Yeah. Um, if we're talking about the DCEU, like their cinematic universe, I'd have to go with Shazam, honestly. Same, I thought same. that film was amazing. Same, and it's kind like of inspiring, movie. too, mm-hmm. because, like, I want to make movies, as you know, but uh, the guy who directed it, David F. Sandberg, he made YouTube videos and, like, short films on YouTube. Then really? he got, like, a little bit of money to make, like, an indie horror movie and then, like, another indie horror movie. And then multi-million dollar superhero movie. That's the dream right there. Yeah. Um, would you say that Aquaman was a good movie? At Be first, I came, out, I came out liking it. Then I came out not liking it. And then I came out... Now I'm just kind of like, that's eh, good enough, I guess. It's, like, it's not something I could see myself ever going back to very often. But... It's creative. I'd give it like a six, maybe a five, depending on the time of day. Yeah, it it was a little weird, but I liked it. Mm-hmm. I think the guy who plays Aquaman, I forget his name, right? Something Jason, Jason. Momoa. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. that's something. He does a really good job. I think he he's he's good. You know, like I I never thought you need. To have Aquaman be a big, burly, strong football wrestler dude to be cool. There's plenty of stuff you can do with Aquaman. They're just they're just trying to really distance themselves from the whole "I hear you can talk to fish" jokes that 
people like to make. Mm-hmm. But Jason Momoa, he's good. I like yeah, him. Same. Um, do you want to talk about the Scarecrow? Oh, uh, yeah. So, uh, background for those of you who don't know who are watching, uh, DC just decided to reboot their continuity again uh, after the big death metal crossover event. And it's called DC Infinite Frontier. And there looks like there's it looks like there's some cool stuff. But uh for the continuation of Batman's run with um I think it's James Tinian the fourth. I don't know if I'm saying that right. And uh I forget what the artist's name is. Something like this is just a guess, like Phil Jimenez. I don't know. But that writer artist team is coming back and their first story is a scarecrow story which is awesome thing is scarecrow looks a little interesting yeah have you seen i mean this is kind of off topic i know you didn't want to talk about the mcu but have you seen any of those new shows um i've seen most of wandavision i was watching it with um, a friend of mine, but then he uh, got COVID, so I didn't want to keep watching it without him. And then, um, yeah, I haven't seen any of Falcon and the Winter Soldier either. I heard, so. I'm hearing mixed results about the whole new Captain America. Uh-huh. I'm personally, I didn't see it, obviously. I'm still on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., which I don't, I haven't finished the show. But, I haven't seen any of Agent, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I just started watching Daredevil. I heard that's good. Yeah, which it's it's like, it's fantastic. It's brilliant. But like that just goes to show how behind I am. Um, I heard Daredevil's like an underrated sleeper. I don't know if I would call I, I Maybe not. I don't think I'd call it underrated. I'd call it overlooked, honestly. Okay, that's a good take. Everyone I've seen talk about it has loved it. But I haven't heard enough people talk about it. Yeah, you know, that's a good point. Um, I heard at the end of WandaVision, it makes parts of Agents of Shield non-canon, if not the entire show. Ooh, I. But I don't know the ending to WandaVision nor the ending to Agents of Shield, so that is like awful to hear. On (laughs) end of season five, literally the last episode. I'm still gonna watch it. And I know this sounds really corny and probably sad, but I would consider Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. canon before WandaVision. Huh. Here's why. I think what they do in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is more important. You, you, know? you, said, you said you haven't seen um, WandaVision at all? No. Can you explain the basic premise to me? So um, the the premise is... Wanda, or I'm, I'm going to say Scarlet Witch. That's what I've known her as before the MCU. Uh, the Scarlet Witch and Vision, they're trapped in some sort of, like, sitcom scenario, basically. It's like, you know, I'm trying to think of an example. Like, Bewitched, uh, Family Matters, you know, that sort of thing. Hmm. And uh, slowly, the cracks are uncovered, and it's... It turns out it's, like, Wanda is, like, she created the sitcom to deal with her grief. And I'm allowed to spoil that because I saw a freaking trailer that spoiled that on YouTube. Thanks, Disney. Jesus, H. Christmas, what the frick? 
And, uh, yeah, that's the gist of it. So, I mean, would you, how, on scale 1 through 10, how important is it to the MCU? I heard the finale is super important, but like I said, I haven't finished it. So far, it's, like, so far, it's, like, like a 6 out of 10, because it's establishing a lot of new things, but I don't know if these things are going to have any impact in the future. I don't know. A little bit, maybe. Not sure. So I've just asked a source of mine named Nate, and he will hopefully get back to us by the end of this episode on how important it is. Agents of Yield, they're saving the world. They're saving the world. They are fighting Hydra. Um, they're doing a lot of stuff that sometimes it's it's either really connected in the sense that they are literally saving the world or it's not connected enough. And I go back and forth. Is it important or is it really able to be standalone? Nate has got back. When, it's when just I a spinoff. He did not answer the question. He says, it's just a spinoff. It does not contribute much. But you should watch it still. More than... So, what, rate WandaVision so far. 1 through 10. So far, WandaVision is like a 7, to be honest. Really? I like it. I have one little problem with it. It, it builds up this mystery... I've had everyone I know say, yeah, episodes one through three are, uh, they're, they're kind of slow. So, you know, I didn't like those as much. I liked that more because episode four is just a big exposition dump. Episodes one through three, they're establishing some sort of mystery that something is going on and they're going to have to figure it out. In episode four, they're just like, nope, this is what happens. You have to do. I would have preferred if... It was slowly unraveled, and they figure it out in the finale, and then they escape or whatever. Maybe the second to last episode, you know. So, in your opinion, okay, let's let's just look at, I guess, all the Marvel shows combined, right? Would you say that if those Marvel shows were taken out, like they literally did not exist, the MCU would still be able to function? As a, I don't know about like straight and clear narrative. I don't know about with WandaVision, but for everything else, yeah, totally. Okay. That's Actually, part of me kind of wants that because I love the Kingpin. King, the Kingpin is one of my favorite Marvel villains. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of a shame, as good as Kingpin is in the Netflix show, that he's just a Netflix character and that he's not going to go anywhere else than that. So if you if you kind of separate that into its own thing, you can have the MCU's own Kingpin because Kingpin is also a Spider-Man villain from time to time. Actually, I think he started out as a Spider-Man villain. Yeah, he's in um the game, right? Yeah, he's actually the first person you fight in that game. Yeah, that's okay. That's what I thought. There are so many Marvel shows. So many freaking Marvel shows. And a lot of them, in my opinion, are just useless marvels the inhumans cloak and dagger i've never heard of that the runaways which i like only remembered existed like a week ago 
That that had three seasons. It had three freaking seasons. Luke Are Cage. Luke Cage. I mean, some of these are just. I'm. Oh, there's Agent Carter. All of those I are just. I forgot about a lot of these. Useless. I mean, really, they are. I am just so confused on why those exist. I think the idea is to create something that you can enjoy without needing to have seen, like, like to, like, the five Marvel fans that haven't seen the MCU and don't feel like catching up all the way. Like, to those five people, I think they spent millions of dollars on making television shows for them. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm thinking. So, let's go back to the MCU. Yeah, let's go back to DC. Actually, no. Or, uh, yeah. I was talk about the MCU just a little more. All right, yeah. What is the best MCU movie? Go. I have defended Ant-Man for the past couple of years. As the best? Yeah. But that was just because I'd never seen a heist movie. Now that I have, I can say Ant-Man isn't really that much special. If I had to pick a favorite, it would probably be Iron Man or one of the Guardians movies. Yeah. I would probably say the same thing. I think the best series in the MCU would be Iron Man. Iron Man, yeah. Iron Man 1, that's that's like a classic, stands on its own. Mm-hmm. Nice, fun film, you know? Yeah. Iron Man 2, not as good, but it has Whiplash, who is just the funniest thing ever. What are your thoughts so. on Iron Man 3? Iron Man 3... I don't like Iron Man 3. I'm it's, sorry. Wow, I really liked it, actually. I think it's a little bit of an underrated and overlooked. I think, I think, I think it's I think it's a good movie. Film. just not a good Iron Man movie. That makes me sound like high-top films or whatever. Like, the good Spider-Man movie. It's a good movie, but not a good Spider-Man movie or whatever. By the way, to those watching, please go watch high-top film, films. He's one of the smartest YouTubers out there. Please watch him. No offense to him. But yeah. It's like it's it's one of those things where it's good it's it's good film but not what I want to see out of an Iron Man movie. Good to know. Um, is there are they making more? Are they making more movies for the MCU? They're they're making Thor for they're make they they had a big whatever like panel about all the new stuff they're doing. X Men? Oh no, that uh, already came out. No, they're doing Fantastic Four. Uh, <laughs> no offense, but Fantastic Four is a little boring to me. Well, that's because I don't. They're like really, really important in the comics. They have not had a good movie, really, at least in the public eye. I thought the one with Chris Evans was actually like decent, but yeah, none of the other ones. The first one didn't get released. You can watch it on YouTube actually for free. The original Roger Corman or whatever. Jeez. Fantastic Four movie. Then you had the one in the early 2000s with um, Chris Evans and all those other people, mm-hmm. which didn't do critically well, but it did financially well. So it warranted a sequel, which was awful. And then they had the awful reboot with Miles Teller, a.k.a. Andrew Neiman from Whiplash, and... Uh, I heard that sucked. Yeah, that, that was a train wreck, apparently. Um, 
the Fantastic Four, they always flop. Mm-hmm. They always flop. I think people just can't get behind the name Fantastic Four. I think some people think it's too silly. Myself included. But, um, I think, like, I would give up <laughs> if I were Marvel. I would dedicate my resources somewhere else. Honestly, um, I'm, I'm about to spit out a hot take. Hot take. And I, I, I really do mean hot take. All right. <laughs> I'm, I'm so, I'm so, I'm in so much trouble. Uh, the MCU should have stopped after Endgame. I think it was good there, honestly. Um, it's, it's a conclusive note. It's time. It's time to reinvent. Okay. There, that there is where characters. that is just impossible because Disney likes money. It would never happen. It would never happen. It ranks in too much money. In yeah. 20 years, the MCU will probably still be going, if not an entirely yeah. new one. There, there will probably be going... There will probably be MCU films after I'm dead. I'll oh, probably yeah. miss out on Moon Knight 6, because I will be dead. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it's... It's a lot, really. All of the... Uh, yeah. MCU movies, but they're all good. Um, They're all at least okay, I think. They, yeah, for the most part. I think they suffer from sameness. What I like about DC so much is that each of the movies really feels like it's its own thing, which I love. With Marvel, they all kind of feel the same, sort of, except for Guardians, which is why it's one of my favorites. It's got its own feeling. Same with yeah. Iron Man, because you know they weren't even going for a cinematic universe in Iron Man. Yeah. What about? Okay, do you want to go to DC now, or do you? Kind of yeah, want... let's go into DC. Okay. Uh, we were gonna, we were going to talk about Scarecrow's new design. Oh yeah. I, yeah, I talked about the whole Infinite Frontier thing. What do you think of Scarecrow's new look? I don't read any comic books, but you sent me a picture, and I am disgusted. What a waste! I'll try to find the video, the picture right now. He he, he looks like Gonzo the Muppet. Like for yeah. Halloween. At first, the I kind of liked annoying. it. <laughs> the yeah. sticks look annoying. He looks like a bird. With yep. the, uh... Which makes a certain amount of sense. Yeah. Because he's Scarecrow. Yeah. But, you know. Mm-hmm. The gas mask. I mean, if, mm-hmm. if I saw him, I'd be like, ooh. Scary. Also, is, is, that, is that, like, hair? I just noticed it actually looking at it. Like, under his hat, I think there's, like, long black strip. I think that's yeah. hair. That's I think awful. you're right. Terrible. I hope not. And why is why is the fear toxin green? It should be orange. Everybody knows of that. Yeah. Well, people just associate toxin with green. Yeah, that's like that's Joker gas. That's that's Joker's yeah, thing. I agree. Um. Yeah. Hopefully, that's not his long hair, because I hope not. That would make no sense for a criminal. Yeah, they they is tried it? that once with um. <laughs> What was it? It was a story by Judd Winnick, I think, where the Penguin and Scarecrow team up. In that one, the Penguin tells um, Scarecrow to take off his costume. He's like, act like I'm not a professional or whatever. So he takes it off, and he has this really annoying long hair. And uh, they're bringing that back for some reason. Um, before we wrap up, 
let's talk about a little bit of Star Wars. I I, I still wanted to talk about the DC video games, to be honest. Actually, yeah, talk about the DC video games, because uh, I was actually thinking about talking about them, too. Yeah. So, uh, I'm excited for both. I know people are begging, and I really do mean begging, for a new Batman Arkham game. I just played through the Batman Arkham games recently. I think they were kind of good there, to be honest. There wasn't much they could do after that, other than, like, Batman The Rise of Ventriloquist or whatever, because he was, like, the only one that they didn't reference at all in those games. I mean, they did a little bit with Scarface, but, you know. He he never actually appeared in them, the Ventriloquist. They just didn't have any more room to go, I don't think. Okay. Wait, are you going to get Gotham Knights? Absolutely. I'll I'll get both games. Definitely. Really? Yeah. I I mean I'm God, a DC show, you know this. I'll buy anything DC. I kinda understand, but I'm not putting money into Gotham Knights. I think no freeform combat and pretty much everything else just does not look nice. What about uh Kill the Justice League? What about that one? No. I don't no? like that premise at all. For one reason. What? Because it is in the Arkverse. And that's an awful idea. Where, where did they say that? Because I've heard that, like, word to mouth. Like, did they actually say that officially? Because that doesn't make sense. Um, I think they came out and said it. Let me, let me look it up. Like, kill the Justice League Arkham. Maybe this is just a rumor. Yeah. Yep. It's in the Arkhamverse. Doesn't oh. make sense, though. Cause, uh, like, yeah, me either. There's, there's nothing wrong with, like, Deadshot being black, but we saw him in Arkham City, and he's not. Yeah. It just doesn't make sense. Yeah. Continuity error. Mm -hmm. And the Arkham games have changed a lot, but putting the Suicide Squad game in, um, you know, the Arkhamverse mm -hmm. without Batman. You know, I think Batman, this shouldn't become, um, like this shouldn't become a, how do I say this? A like shared a universe of DC video games. Oh yeah, no, I agree. There should not be a DC video game universe, and there should not. That's be what I originally series. wanted. I wanted them after Arkham Asylum. I wanted them to do a Superman game, and a Wonder Woman game, and a Flash game or whatever, and then they'd all come together and they make a Justice League game, which would have been awesome. But now that we've kind of settled into where we are, I'd, I'd like a Superman game, but I, you know, I don't think yeah. it's necessary. Me either. Um, I think it's a lot of work. <laughs> They're not getting that done. Um, Suicide Squad and the Arkham first. I cannot stand that. I don't mind the Suicide Squad being in the Arkham verse. I don't like that the Justice League the is Justice without League. Batman. In my yeah. opinion, the Justice League being without Batman is a shell did they say, of itself. Did they say the Justice League isn't going to have Batman in it? Did you not complete Arkham Knight? I did not complete Arkham Knight. I said I played through all of them. That's actually a lie. I played through the first two. And I Do you want me to spoil it for you? Yeah, I don't care. I got most of it spoiled for me. Batman takes off his mask. 
Yeah, and they get shot. Him. So, surprise. Maybe it's a prequel. You don't know. I hope not, because then we know who wins. Um. Hmm. Also, why Brainiac? To be honest, I get they want you to fight the Justice League, but what about Starro? That's another mind-controlling villain. Brainiac was in Injustice too, just recently. Would been nice to get somebody else hmm. as the villain. They will have to kill Superman. Do you think they'll actually get to Superman? Like, do you think they'll actually kill him? They're not gonna kill Superman. I just don't. I can't stand that there's another freaking evil Superman. Just too many evil Superman examples. It's tired, as many people have pointed out. It's just overdone, and it's not special anymore. Captain Boomerang. Captain Boomerang's awesome. I don't care what anybody <laughs> says. Freaking love Captain Boomerang. Oh, this oh, this game's not gonna be good. Okay, everybody. I think it says... might be good. I just don't think people will like it. No. I would like to see if Jason uh, Jason Todd is in it. You know? Maybe. See, he, he's alive. He, yeah, he's the Arkham Knight, by the way. Um, surprise to I, nobody. I, well, no way, dude. What? Yeah. Um, well, after the collapse of like the militia, he takes off his stuff and becomes Red Hood again. Um, to be honest, I think another hot take incoming. Uh, I think I think Jason Todd's a little overrated. He's cool, yeah, but like everyone says, he's the underdog. But that kind of makes him the top dog if everyone thinks yeah. he's the underdog. That's a good take. I do think he's a good character. I think yeah, they he... can definitely utilize him. I think he's a really interesting character. We. We've just seen a lot of him lately as, like, Edgelord Boss, yeah. Red Hood. Oh, I want no. him as somebody that's going through a character, almost, like, internal battle. Like, should I kill people? Should I not? You know? Yeah. Um, well, I think it's his dynamic with Batman that's yeah, really like, interesting. Is it, was it Batman's fault? You know? Well, there's there's um, a comic that came out recently by Jeff Johns called Batman 3 Jokers. And um, do you care if I spoil it? No. All right, well, uh, spoilers to the audience for Batman Three Jokers. The story is that there are three different people who are the Joker, and Batman is kind of dumbfounded. How come there are three people with the identity of the Joker? So Jason Todd actually shoots one of them and, like, kills them, you know? Mm -hmm. And there's a really good, like, emotional dynamic between Jason and Bruce over was... Because they're always thinking about, should I kill? Should I not kill? They never talk about, what if I did kill? What if I didn't kill? You know? I thought that was really interesting and really well done. Um, That's what I like about Jason Todd, you know? That dynamic. Yeah. Um, so, the Joker in the Arkhamverse starts out as Red Hood. Like, that's his name. Yeah. And in the comics, of course. Yeah, yeah. So, Jason Todd becoming Red Hood is a little confusing. I, mean, I, I think it, maybe it was in the Under the Red Hood movie, but I think he said it 
to assume the identity to become one with my past. Pat, not past, something like that. I don't know. But you know how, like, yeah. at least in Batman Begins, like, Batman walks out of the theater because there's, like, some creepy bat thing going on at the opera or whatever. And then he becomes Batman. It's sort of like that. He was oh. killed by a man who was I in the see. Red Hood gang, becomes the Red Hood. I see. Um, do you think Jason Todd will play a role in um, Justice League game? A major role? No. But a like role maybe at all, like I should say. A role? Yeah, I could see that. He's popular. What about Deathstroke? Deathstroke? Mm-hmm. I could also, I could actually see that happening, like, way more likely, because one, yeah, in the New 52, he was temporarily in the Suicide Squad, and two, he's more of, like, a, he's not really a Batman villain, per se. He started out as a Teen Titans villain, and now he just kind of, like, goes around fighting whoever he wants, really. Yeah. Um. Hmm. What about Robin? Robin? Do you think he will be in the Suicide Squad? Not Suicide Squad, I'm sorry. Justice League as almost a like replacement for Batman? Do you think he'll help form it? So let me explain Robin's arc know. after Arkham Knight. He kind of has to you know, take up the mantle kind of thing. It's hard yeah. for him. So do you think he will form the Justice League? An interesting it's an interesting concept uh i don't think so though i don't think so that'd be cool i do not think so because if you if you really think about it nobody really cares about robin in the arkham games yeah like who, who's can we be honest for a second who's favorite in the arkham games whose favorite character is robin no not me but you know oracle survives right yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. okay just making sure um and she marries uh robin yeah, like, that makes sense. Yeah, a little, a little like, predictable, but... Although that's kind of weird, because isn't Tim Drake Robin? Yeah. Okay, that's actually really weird. Well, no, why? Because usually it's um, Dick, Dick Grayson, Grayson and Barbara yeah. Gordon. Dick Grayson in the Arkham games is a bad person. I mean, he is just so selfish. I've never seen anything like it. He's almost... We, we, uh, he's almost anti-Batman. Maybe I, I'm just how, too I, much of a Batman fan to like Nightwing, I, but I don't know. Hypothetically, if you were going to buy Gotham Knights, which character would you play Simple as? question. Red Hood. Oh, that's... Why did I ask that? That's, that's, that was so... How did I not see that coming? That was, that was so easy. Jason. My name is Mason. <laughs> um, He is my favorite person in DC, other than Batman. Yeah, Um, for me, my... I'm a, I'm a villains guy, to be honest. I mean, Ooh. you can see my picture. It's the Penguin, obviously. Your, um, your favorite guy is the Penguin. No, he's not actually. My favorite is the, I. 
one of my one of my like really like whenever I'm bored and I have time to kill, I'll go to like tierlistmaker.com and just do random tier lists. So I I I did the Batman tier list one. So my my fa- my favorite is Scarecrow. Then I like the Mad Hatter, the Joker, the Ventriloquist, Two Face, and the Penguin. Those are my top six. Okay. No. I was very pleased with Arkham Knight. Uh, I I didn't play the whole thing, but uh, I liked what I played. Yeah, I'm on the I, last mission. I don't like. I just I find it really really it. funny how the Batmobile is an absolute death machine. It makes me mad, but I'm not really mad. I'm kind of just laughing over it. Yeah, I I think it's a little out of place personally. Absolutely. I do think Arkham Knight, this is a hot take of mine, I think it is the best Arkham game. Hmm. I I used to say, it definitely is the best game. I used to say Asylum, I used to say Asylum was the best, because I prefer linear games, where like, the whole thing is... Straightforward. Yeah, straightforward, basically. But Arkham City... That I think that was one of the best open world games ever, really. Mm-hmm. And there's so many parts in Arkham Asylum where you get stuck. It gets a little infuriating. Mm-hmm. And I think Arkham City has its flaws. Like, I don't like how you go about collecting the interview tapes. And yeah. some of the side quests are kind of lame. Mm-hmm. But man, that game, awesome. You've got... I, freaking... I kind of agree. I go back and I, forth. The, I mostly settle on night for a few reasons. But City definitely has the best story. I don't, to be honest, I don't think any of them are particularly amazing. Oh, I agree. I Asylum is the all, best because, like, okay. like it... I mean, hmm. Arkham City, um... I guess it's location is good. Sorry about that. Uh, <clears throat> I had a little disconnection problem by mistake. Yeah. Uh, so, I think Arkham Asylum has the best story, not because it's particularly great, but because it has the least amount of problems. <laughs> like Arkham Arkham City, there's so many things Hugo Strange could have done to just stop Batman, like right in his tracks. Yeah. You have Arkham Origins, where you take a cool villain like Black Mask, and you're like, oh no, it was the Joker the whole time, which is really disappointing if you like Black Mask. And then you have Arkham Knight, where Scarecrow is my absolute favorite Batman villain. One of my favorite DC characters, one of my favorite characters, just period. End of story. Sometimes I like him more than Batman, actually. So you have him, and then... (laughs) They're just like, nah, we're going to make the main villain Joker. They just kind of push Scarecrow to the side, I guess. He, he's the main villain, but the Joker's the primary antagonist of the story. He's he's the major conflict. Really. It was, it was nice that Scarecrow got a big role, but he immediately got overshadowed by the Joker, which is... Wait. Let's just say, as a big Batman villain fan, I like the Joker... But the reason he's not my favorite is because I hate how he's overused. You see him in everything. He just got his own freaking movie. 
Joaquin Phoenix and Robert De Niro. <laughs> so I think he's a little overplayed nowadays. Brilliant character, overused. Give someone else the spotlight. You know? Okay, I'm back. Sorry about that. I just had to let my cat in my room. Um. Okay. Um. What were you talking about? Uh, I was I was just saying how I don't like it when other villains are upstaged by the Joker because I think the Joker is way overused. He just got his own movie with Joaquin Phoenix and Robert the Fricking Nero. So he's overplayed. Brilliant character, overplayed. Time for other characters to get some attention. I agree. Mm-hmm. Um. So, let's wrap it up. Um, yes. What are your thoughts? This is the last thing. What are your thoughts on the uh, cast for um, Obi-Wan Show? Obi-Wan Show. I thought you were about to say the new Batman movie, but Obi-Wan Show, not too shocking. You and McGregor, Hayden Christensen, I don't know what that's about, but we already knew about that. And, uh, yeah. Other faces. I wasn't blown away, to be honest. Maybe I'm missing something. I just, I can't, to be honest, when I saw it, I just kind of, like, scanned it. I didn't really look at it too hard. So, what, what were people freaking out about, really? Tell me. Um. Okay, Obi-Wan show. What's it called? Kenobi. Kenobi, yeah, I just think. Just Kenobi, alright. Mm-hmm. Obi. A few names popped out to me. I mean, people like Sung Kang. Who, I know who, him. What's he done? What's he done? I don't. Oh, uh, he's in uh, Fast and Furious. He's my favorite Fast and Furious character. Okay. He's a good actor. He's very chill. I only see. I've I've only seen a little bit of part three that you showed me. I yeah. thought it was good for what it is. Really, you know, really? Like, it's Some not my thing. Some people say that's one of the worst. I mean. Well, I haven't seen any others. I don't yeah. have anything else to go on. You'd of. like this. Do you like just stupid it, action? It's just stupid schlock, really. And I don't mind that as long as it stays that way. I mean, yeah. you can go from being schlock to not schlock, but if you go from being not schlock to schlock, that upsets me. That's what Michael Bay does. You have Transformers, <laughs> an interesting character, an interesting series with interesting characters, and then you turn it into schlock. That I'm not happy about. But if you have something like Friday the 13th or Fast and the Furious where it's just always schlock, that's whatever. Yeah, sure. Awesome. Actually, the yeah. first few are not really action movies. The first three are racing movies. The fourth I... one, they say, all right, people are getting bored of this. Let's add yeah. guns and mm-hmm. Vin Diesel. No, not Vin Diesel. Yeah. I mean The Rock. I get them mixed up. Somehow. They do look kind of similar. It's yeah. just Vin Diesel has a massive nose. They kill people. They blow stuff up. They rob banks. It is crazy. Yeah. yeah they, do you have anything else to say? They do look fun. Do I have anything else to say? Yeah. Um, regarding the major topic of discussion, DC, they've unveiled a lot of stuff recently. And I'm very excited for whatever they're going to do next. Video game department, looking pretty good, I guess. Not blowing me away, but looks pretty good. Movie department, 
I'm very excited for the Batman. Although I kind of wish they used villains that we haven't already seen before. Uh, and as for like comics, they're they're doing pretty good. Future State, I haven't read any of Future State, but uh, Infinite Frontier that looks exciting. And uh, yeah. Okay, I have three more things to say. They're very short. Hopefully, this could go off. Who is Black Canary? Black Canary is Green Arrow's on and off love interest. Oh, they're making she's a show also... for her. That's cool. Is it tied to the CW stuff? What do you mean? Like the stuff like Arrow and the Flash. Yeah, and yeah, Super... yeah. It's oh, in the DCU. I, don't I, haven't... I haven't watched any of that. Any in of those television thing. shows. I guess two I saw the first things. season. I saw the first season of Flash and I saw the first season of Arrow. That was it. Um, Flash anyway. movie. There's gonna be no cyborg. I'm not excited for that. And there's gonna be a Batgirl movie, possibly. Batgirl movie. I think that's cool. I used to really not like, or just not. It's not that I didn't like her. I just had. I didn't care for Batgirl at all. But I read um, Batgirl Year One by Chuck Dixon, and I really like that. So she's kind of, she's kind of grown on me lately. So if it's anything like that, I'm excited. Who's Black Adam? Black Adam is Shazam's arch nemesis. Okay, that's they're making a movie about him. Yeah, that's that's been like Flash and a new Shazam movie. I heard that um. Aquaman too, also. Ugh. Yeah, don't care. Man, suicide, I heard. Obviously. I heard that the Flash is supposed to have Michael Keaton in it as Batman because Flash is going to like travel through time or whatever. Now, don't get me wrong. <laughs> I'm a film snob and Batman 89 is my favorite movie ever. And I don't I I don't see the purpose of bringing back Michael Keaton to be honest. I don't know why. Okay, I'm going to wrap it up here. Call it a day. Mm-hmm. You already know. Um, good episode. Yeah. And at the end of the day, DC is still sad. Rip. Peace. I prefer DC over Marvel. That's the hottest take of them all! Ratio.